0: It's like you don't even know how valuable you are. Oh, that's just crazy to me. Hello, and welcome to another episode of As You Were. I'm your host, Mel, and today's episode is going to be all about recentering yourself after feeling a little bit out of balance. So, wherever you're listening, I hope this episode finds you well, and let's get into it. I was inspired to make a podcast about feeling in a little bit of an energetic rut because I myself had been feeling it for the past couple weeks and I don't believe I've ever felt burnout. Burnout is a completely different thing and I'll get into it, but I definitely felt my energy being distributed elsewhere in places that I didn't necessarily want it to be. So I wanted to make this episode to give a little roadmap as to how I get out of those energetic ruts. And yeah, overall, I'm really happy with where I'm at in my life. If you didn't listen to my last episode, first of all, you should. Second of all, I explained how this is probably the happiest I've ever been, or I've been in a really long time, and I am so thankful that there is always something to do here in Chicago, and always something that piques my interest because I went from a place where there was constant stimulation to moving, and now I am back in a place where there is always something to do, I'm always walking around and there are definitely pros and cons to that. The pros of being able to walk around and be surrounded by people all the time is that my social side of me gets to flourish and be talkative and I meet new people on the train, on the subway. It it's really crazy because I'm constantly meeting new people. I mean today I felt really bad funny story this is a little bit of a segue but the bus was delayed from my from the train station to my apartment so I just decided to walk back and I saw the bus and I started to run towards the bus and this guy in front of me like freaked out and he was like, oh, I'm sorry, let me get out of your way. And I was like, oh I'm oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you and we just had a conversation and that doesn't happen when you are just alone in your car, just driving. That is a pro. I love being social. I finally accepted that I am a social butterfly just in my own way. Cons to that. I spend a lot of time, money, and energy, and sometimes those resources can become depleted. I come from an exercise background. I will never lose my working out and my fitness. I love to go to the gym, but when I am in a little bit of an energetic imbalance... I don't necessarily eat properly. I don't get much sleep. I spend a lot of time socializing, which is great. But again, everything else kind of goes on to the back burner. And an energetic shift can look different for everyone. If you ever played competitive sports or were in competitive sports, they refer to this as a slump and it really can't be explained. It's so interesting because... I remember when I was a figure skater and I would go to the rink and warm up like normal and then there were certain jumps that I just was not able to land that day. No matter if I had been able to land that jump for a year, two years, five years, there would just be a span of a week or two where I couldn't land that jump and I always noticed that when I took a step back and I rested or I left that jump alone for a little while it came back and I was able to land it. So sometimes being able to walk away or take a break. And like I said, I want to clarify, I think there's a difference between being in an in energy imbalance versus experiencing burnout. Now I'm no longer a health professional, so please take what you want and leave what you don't about this. But when athletes were experiencing burnout, it was more physiological. For example, you wouldn't be able to study because you had brain fog. You would go to practice and you felt like you were in a slump there. You're, you were out of breath. So there's definitely a difference between being burnt out and just facing that energetic shift. I am talking more so about that energy imbalance. That imbalance can look different for everyone, but for me, it is a lot of feeling uninspired to pursue my hobbies. I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean. I don't want to record anything. I don't want to play my guitar. Like I don't want to do anything. I also become very disassociated and I don't mean disassociative in a depressed way where it feels like it's almost an out of body experience, but more so like I'm in the moment physically, but I'm thinking about everything else that I need to do, like the next step, the next thing. And so I don't really enjoy the present moment. And sometimes I'll catch myself just looking up at the sky and then I come back to reality and I'm like, wow, I was just looking at the sky and it was beautiful, but I wasn't even paying attention to it because I was thinking about something else that I had to do. So that disassociation, associative experience comes a lot with my energy imbalance. I also get very tense in my chest and my neck and my anxiety and my OCD gets a lot worse. Now a little bit of a roadmap on how I assuage this feeling because it's extremely uncomfortable and I hope that the next few points will bring you some value and maybe you can take a couple with you for the road and apply them to your life. As I mentioned, the first one being disassociation, I could quite literally commute all the way to work and be like, wow, how did I get here? I usually combat that by Listening to classical music, and I don't know if this is because classical music doesn't have any words and the energy flows a little bit better or because the classical music was something very comforting to me growing up. For me, that classical music really helped My feelings or helps my feelings currently of disassociation because it almost puts me back into, as they're saying now, that main character energy and just reminding myself of the present moment and feeling like, wow, I'm a character in my own movie and I'm experiencing life, and life is beautiful and life is art. So that's one way that I combat that disassociation. I also will take cold showers because that's more of the physiological response. I really feel like. There's really nothing more to be said. Cold showers are extremely surprising on the body and put you into that sympathetic state. Yes, it is going to wake you up and get you right into the present moment. Number two, the second thing I will notice when I am in an energetic imbalance Is my fluctuating moods. I will be the happiest person you know and then I'll be the saddest person you know and then I'll be angry and then I'll be impatient or bored and that normally comes from a bad diet. When I have that energetic imbalance, I notice that my diet is not really that great. I eat a lot of sweets. I don't drink a lot of water and that's pretty much my entire diet and then I'll work out which is not healthy at all. My protein will be very low. I won't be eating any vegetables. Pretty much all I'll be eating is like fruit in the morning and cheese. And it's just awful. Obviously to combat this is by meal prepping and making sure that I am staying consistent and really making food that I look forward to eating. Another way I help with the fluctuating moods is by taking some deep breaths in fresh air. When I am in a confined space, I don't really feel like that helps me very much, so I will go out to where it's cold, hot, wherever, and I will just take a deep fucking breath and a deep breath out, and usually that does the trick. The Third thing that I experience kind of goes along with that fluctuating mood, but it's anxiety. I do have OCD, and not the everything has to be super clean, but the... I have to wash my hands 20 times or brush my teeth four times or whatever it might be. When I'm feeling that energetic imbalance, I notice that my anxiety goes through the roof. My OCD gets a lot worse and it really becomes unbearable. So first thing I do to combat that is to get rid of my caffeine or at least reduce my caffeine. I didn't used to be a caffeine girly until i hit corporate life i remember my first corporate job and i told my mentor like i don't drink coffee and she just thought it was the craziest thing ever and then about 5 months in i started living off of coffee and depending on coffee so i will cut out my caffeine at least for a week or so and it also helps my brain fog i would say as well just getting a little bit of a break never really hurts anyone The fourth thing I will notice when I am in an energetic shift is my negativity is especially high. You know when you're having one of those days where you spill your coffee and then you forget your lunch and then you miss the bus, whatever it might be, things just feel like they're piling up and almost snowballing you into this dark depth of, I am never going to get out of this bad day. I try to combat it, and this might be a little bit interesting to some people, but making myself as comfortable as possible. If I'm wearing comfortable clothes, I feel like my negativity is not as high. I know that sounds so crazy sometimes when I say it out loud, but when I don't feel constricted and my jeans fit right and I'm wearing matching socks and I feel good about myself, my negativity is not as obvious and I feel like I can bounce back a lot quicker. If all of this negativity and all this stuff is happening, I know that I can at least count on myself to look good and carry myself with confidence. So those conclude my points for things I feel when I'm in an energetic shift. I do have four to five things that I feel like help me tremendously no matter what it is I'm experiencing with an imbalance. Here we go. We're just going to fire them off. The first one is working out. There's just something about listening to heavy metal music, wearing a hat, throwing shit around at the gym and just letting out all your anger or your emotions and your stress, whatever it might be. It's therapeutic. And people will always ask like, oh, how do you have the, the discipline to go to the gym? And it's like, no, it's more for my mental health. Like the fact that I can throw things around and lift heavy things and take out my stress like that, It's it doesn't really take discipline for me. It's just something that I enjoy doing. The next one kind of coincides with working out, which is shake therapy. So I think working out and doing shake therapy are very similar because you're letting out stress and trauma through exercise and movement so shake therapy I will physically shake my body I will put on some music and I will shake and it's just kind of releasing the muscles releasing the trauma that has been stored up or the stress that's been stored up if you're going to try any of these I would say shake therapy is number one on my list of things to give a go Third thing is going to be water and a good diet. When my anxiety is through the roof, I drink water and I'm like, oh wow, I was just dehydrated and my body was trying to tell me. Or, oh, I really just needed to eat some vegetables and maybe not live off of quesadillas and ice cream. So exercise, a good diet, lots of water usually does the trick. And we cannot forget about sleep. When you get good sleep, you just wake up and you feel refreshed. You feel like you can take on the day and you can just... You're charging your battery all the way up to 100 instead of 50 and then expecting that 50% to last you a couple days. Getting adequate sleep is very high on my list of ways to kind of fix that energetic imbalance. And the last thing, like I said before, was comfortable clothing. When I'm wearing something that I'm comfortable in, that I feel confident in, my negativity is really non-existent. So yeah, I hope this episode brought some type of value to you and I encourage you to try out at least one of these, whether that's taking one week to just have a good diet or getting more sleep, getting adequate rest, whatever it is, I hope that it's something that works for you. YouTube videos are great for inspiration, podcasts are great for inspiration, but remember you have to reflect on yourself because you know yourself the best. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye you